This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, April 29th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nelly. Here's today's headlines. Biden's out-of-the-box ag plan. Vilsack concern with aid transportation cost and trade nominees coming. Wheat growers. Biden plan too narrow. The Biden administration has come up with a novel plan to address the food crisis that's resulting from the war in Ukraine. But the $500 million proposal to boost U.S. production of soybeans, wheat, and other crops is almost certain to be significantly modified before it gets out of Congress, if it does. The plan calls for temporary major increases in marketing loan rates to go with a $10 an acre crop insurance subsidy that would be paid to farmers who double crop soybeans and wheat. USDA estimates the incentives would help U.S. farmers make up for as much as half of the wheat typically exported by Ukrainian farmers. That according to a summary of the plan provided to AgriPulse. But the crop insurance incentive would primarily benefit a relatively small number of farmers in Alabama, Kentucky, Michigan, and Ohio who can double crop soybeans and winter wheat, according to Chandler Gould, CEO of the National Association of Wheat Growers. Plus, farmers would have to plant a short maturing soybean crop this spring in order to follow it with winter wheat this fall. Gould said the National Association of Wheat Growers is appreciative of the -the out-of-the-box thinking on the administration's part, but would work with Congress to modify the plan. The American Soybean Association said it was awaiting public release of more details, noting Congress will review the proposed legislative changes and determine next steps. Vilsack shares concerns about food aid shipping cost. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack told lawmakers USDA was successful in whittling down the cost of shipping a new tranche of food aid that was announced this week. But Vilsack said he's still concerned that it will cost more to ship the food than it does cost the government to buy it. USDA will spend $282 million to buy commodities and another $388 million to get it to areas of Yemen and five African countries. The shipping costs are high in part because of cargo preference requirements that the food move on U.S. carriers. I'm not sure that I have the authority as secretary to waive those provisions, Vilsack told the House Agriculture Appropriations Subcommittee. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Dairy Management Incorporated serves America's 34,000-plus dairy farmers and dairy importers by managing research and marketing programs aimed at promoting dairy consumption and protecting the good image of dairy farmers, dairy products, and the dairy industry. Funded entirely by dairy farmers, DMI has distinguished itself as a strategic consultant and valuable resource to businesses and organizations in the food and beverage sector that seek to increase sales and raise their image through the innovative use of dairy and dairy ingredients. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Nominees nearing for USTR and USDA. Secretary Vilsack also told the House appropriators the administration is moving toward filling two key trade positions, USDA's Undersecretary for Trade and the U.S. Trade Representative's Chief Agricultural Negotiator. 
Vilsack said USTR Catherine Tai recently interviewed three people for the position in her office. I know two of the three people that she interviewed, and I can assure you that both of these individuals are highly qualified for that job, Vilsack told Representative David Valadeo, a California Republican. Vilsack said the White House was also in the final stages of getting a nominee for the USDA position. Questions raised about FDA's infant formula probe. House Appropriations Committee Chairwoman Rosa DeLauro asked Vilsack to look into contacts USDA has with Abbott Laboratories to supply infant formula for the WIC Nutrition Assistance Program. DeLauro, the Connecticut Democrat, said FDA waited two months after receiving a damning whistleblower report about an Abbott production facility before interviewing the person who sent it to the agency. The former employee at Abbott Laboratories, Sturgis, Michigan plant, alleged falsification of records, the release of untested infant formula, and the hiding of information during a 2019 FDA audit. The contamination led to the deaths of two infants. FDA says, quote, We know that there have been questions about the timeline related to the Abbott Nutrition Infant Formula recall. However, this remains an open investigation with many moving parts. Our top priority is ensuring that any recall product produced at the Sturgis, Michigan facility has been removed from the market. Abbott Labs did not respond to a request for comment. EPA moves to end most uses of weed killer. EPA is proposing to ban the use of the herbicide diuron on all food and feed crops because of human health concerns. All food and feed tolerances would also be revoked except to support the continued use of the chemical as a harvest time defoliant in cotton. In a proposed interim decision, the agency says there are many alternative herbicides available for crops such as asparagus, blueberry and citrus. Nathan Donnelly, Environmental Health Science Director at the Center for Biological Diversity, said he hopes the science-based decision is an indication of a new path forward where the agency routinely prioritizes the health of people and wildlife when assessing all pesticides. House Dems said to be holdup on shipping reforms. A key House Republican says Democrats continue to block a House approval of the Senate-passed Ocean Shipping Reform Act in hopes of negotiating some tougher provisions. Speaking on this week's AgriPulse Newsmakers, Representative Dusty Johnson, the South Dakota Republican, says there are more areas of agreement between the House and the Senate than there are areas of discrepancy but that several Democrats believe the Senate bill doesn't do enough. That makes it likely OSRA will be negotiated as part of a much larger China competition bill rather than passed as a standalone bill, said Johnson. He was the lead GOP sponsor of the House version of the OSRA. By the way, Johnson indicated it's unclear what the House will do on cattle market reforms this year. He said the Senate must first move with the Cattle Price Discovery and Transparency Act, which would mandate some cash trading of cattle. He said we really need the Senate to be willing to take this first step with us 
And then let's talk about what the second step looks like. The Newsmakers posts at noon on AgriPulse.com. Ukraine. War threatens future of farming. Ukraine alleges that Russia's military is doing long-term and costly damage to the country's agricultural sector. Chemicals cast off by Russia's military are polluting the soil, while bombs are destroying billions of dollars of ag storage, processing facilities, tractors, and other machinery, not to mention livestock and crops. A Ukrainian representative told members of the World Trade Organization's Agriculture Committee this week that according to a Geneva trade official, some $6.4 billion worth of Ukrainian ag infrastructure and resources has been destroyed so far, the Ukrainian representative said. Here's today's He Said It. This is a marathon. If we don't ever take that first step, we're never going to cross the finish line. That representative Dusty Johnson, the South Dakota Republican, on the need for the Senate to move a cattle market reform bill. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, April 29th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Nally.